It is August 14th, 2018. My name is Jesse Edmond, and uh, I'm confused about something. Hi Jesse, Colin Green, Spike Pit here. Um, I heard about you from Jason Hobbs. He mentioned you on Random Screed, so I've been listening to your episodes just to say I've really enjoyed them. Um, I like to hear the sort of stream of consciousness, guy talking about himself type of podcast. As, you know, if we're talking about ourselves, I think we're in a position to speak with some authority. And... Um, Sometimes I can identify with a person or sometimes I listen to someone because they've got something interesting to say and provides a contrast to my own way of thinking. So, um, yeah, I look forward to more in the future. Uh, take care. Bye, mate. First off, thank you, Spike Pit, for those kind words. That's that's great. It's, uh, you know, it was awesome that, that Jason... Uh, came on and, and said something and he had some some really cool things to say and um and for one of his fans to come on and none other than spike pit himself um that's it makes me feel pretty awesome so so thank you so much i really appreciate you coming on uh and uh and and dropping me that message um i'm gonna check out yours i haven't yet uh so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a good podcaster, and I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the podcasts that follow me. That's how it works, right? Um. So uh, I'll let everybody know next time what I think of that. But on to what is confusing me. That's the most superheroiest of sounds that I could find on on the transitions here. Um, what's confusing me now is my cord for my headphones. I seem to be nearly strangling myself with it. Oh, good. I am not dead. Um, so, yeah. So this, I mean, we're going from a pretty big topic to something that's maybe kind of dumb. But I think it all kind of aligns with, with my whole thing. Um, I am going to try to keep it a little bit more succinct and a little bit tighter. Uh, so, you know, we'll... we'll see how I do with that, because I have a lot to say about this topic, but I imagine I'll say more in the future. Um, I'm a huge comic book fan. I love comic books. Uh, I love superheroes. Um, I love that genre. I love the creators of it. Uh, I've, I've studied a lot of their, their lives, you know, the, the really well-known ones and the lesser-known ones and whatnot. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you sort of, I, I, I kind of have this understanding about that, that I don't always feel that people share. Um, but the big thing is, when I was growing up, I was having trouble reading, and somebody handed me comic books 
um, whatever they were. I remember early Spider-Man comic books. Marvel Team-Up was a favorite when I was a kid. Um, you know, and then, like, the Harvey comics, like Richie Rich. and uh, Was that Harvey or was that Gold King? I can't remember. Um, but, you know, Little, Little Devil. Little Hot Stuff. That's what it was. Little Hot Stuff. Um, you know, Wendy... Uh, Wendy the Witch, Littlest Witch, something like that. Um, but I, but like I love those Casper the Friendly Ghost. That was they're all kind of in the. That's like the Justice League of like old kids comic books. There, the the four of them, you know, with some other, um, with some other ones. Anyways, um, the but but that's how I learned to read. They they were hand lettered at the time, and. Words like dyslexic weren't in common use. I mean, they were, the people knew about it, but it had to be so severe that you couldn't move forward. And because I was growing up in an abusive household, um, you know, I was afraid of coming off stupid. Um, you know, I won't, I won't use the word that, that was used to me uh, because I don't use the, the R word, but... Um, but I was afraid of, I was terrified of that. Um, and so comic books essentially saved me from, from that because I was able to read comic books and it proved that I, you know, to, at least to people that I had nothing wrong with my brain. Um, turns out I did, but you know, we won't go into that. So, so comic books are very important to me and there's a lot of stuff about comic books that. I'm sure I'll talk about uh, in, in future episodes, but what I really wanted to, to talk about is the question that comes up when I say I love comic books and I love superheroes. And the question is, oh, are you a DC guy or a Marvel guy? I hope that, uh, I hope that noise isn't coming through. That's not... Uh, not a real fan of that. Um, it's I have a loose belt that needs replaced in my car. Uh, I will, of course, get to that just after I take care of my headlight that's out. Uh, turned out that was behind the battery. So hopefully that noise, that squeaky noise, uh, isn't showing up. Um, maybe taking the car apart a little bit when I get home just to see what I can get into. Um, but regardless, uh, so the point is DC or Marvel? That's the question that, that people ask a lot. And um, but, but like it's very much a it's very much a question asked by people who feel like they want to be in the know. Um, you know, it's, I equate it with, and I don't want to be mean to anybody here, <laughs> but I equate it with people finding out, oh, you're a nerd. You, do you, you must really like, uh, you must really like, uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. No, I don't. You don't like it. 
I love that show. Yep, no, mm -mm. it's a terrible show. So, um, but anyways, uh, I just saw a dude on the side of the road looking like he was going to run out on the road. That's okay. Um, anyway, the, the whole point being that, um, you know, for, for DC and Marvel, they're, they're, they're manifested in entirely different ways if you look at the history of comic books. DC comes from a series of very specific choices made during what is called the golden age of comic books, which ranges from, you know, there's some debate. I, I actually say it, it, it ranges from the first appearance of Dr. Occult, um, who was, uh, in my opinion, the first superhero. Um, but most people think it's Superman. Whatever. Um, but until... And that lasted until about 1953, with the publishing of Frederick Warham's... Uh, Seduction of the Innocent, which was a book about how comic books are evil and monstrous and awful and evil and blah, 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 blah. Um, so, you know, there's... Uh, th that's where DC really comes from. All the different elements, all the characters that you know and love, for the most part, some incarnation of, of them is very likely to have come from that era. Um, case in point, my favorite DC character is Zatanna, who was a sorceress who didn't show up until the Silver Age, but her father was Zatanna. Um, nope, I got that wrong. Uh, Zatanna, Zatara, is my favorite character. Um, Zatara is her father, who was a magician in the, the comics of the, the Golden Age. Marvel um, owes most of its existence to the Silver Age era. Uh, Silver Age starting somewhere, and there is a little bit of crossover between the Golden and, and Silver Age, um, starting in the neighborhood of 1951 or so, when DC sort of had its second round of, of heroes, which a lot of which were redos of older characters. But uh, about the middle of the Civil, Sil Civil Age? The Silver Age is the uh, appearance of the first Marvel characters um, who were so many of them were created by Jack Kirby um, in fact it's pretty much Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko created basically all the major Marvel characters um, uh, now I'll oof, I have a lot to say about Stan Lee. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that another time. But um, in 1961, they published the first issue of, of uh, Fantastic Four, um, drawn by Jack Kirby, um, probably somewhat scripted by Stan Lee, and, uh, and that started the Marvel Age. So the other side of that, though, is that both, both uh, 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 
Kirby and Ditko worked for other companies as well, including DC. Um, Kirby's work at DC, very specifically, um, was was stuff that he kind of retooled when he was doing Marvel. He was able to kind of, it was almost like his rough draft was at DC. Um, for example, he created the Challengers of the Unknown, which were four characters that had survived brushes with death and kind of come together and dealt with just the weirdest shit. Um, those are some cool, cool stories, if you have a chance to read them. Uh, but he took that process, the four characters, and kind of the, the personalities of them, and real retooled them into the Fantastic Four. So, which is better, DC or Marvel? Well, you know, you can't say. I can't say. They, they feed each other. Um, you know, it, it, it's... Uh, it's a whole thing, but here's the thing that I really like to bring up when this comes, when, when this topic really comes up, and when people really push me. In 1961, a little bit before and a little bit after, when Fantastic Four was created, uh, DC Comics, owned by a company called National Publishing, um was responsible for the publishing of Marvel Comics. That is true. National Publishing, which owned DC, and, and which National Publishing would eventually become DC Comics before being bought by Warner Brothers. National, Com or National Publishing published Marvel Comics. Um, the, that situation... They, they were basically trying to put Marvel out of business. And there is one brilliant thing that Stan Lee did uh, as a company. As I mean, he did a number of brilliant, brilliant things. Um, he's one of the greatest shillmans in existence. Shillman in existence, man. Huh. I just learned to talk this morning, apparently. Um, he's one of the brilliant, most brilliant shillmen in existence. And this, this element of uh, uh, <clears throat> that that situation is what led to his main contribution to the comic book industry. Um, and I'll go into that in a lot of detail. But how can you differentiate between these if in the past they were basically the same company? DC and Marvel have shared writers and artists and, 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 and editors and everything in between uh, over and over again. Um, you know, you've got some amazing people that are considered Marvel guys, like like uh, Bill Mantlo and, and, and uh, Mark Grunewald. Um, and then you've got some guys that are considered DC guys. Um, oh, I'm flaking on the name. He's best in the, uh, Carmine Infantino, that kind of thing. Those guys all did all did work on the other side of it, you know. Steve Ditko helped to reinvent the late, the more recent late Steve Ditko uh, helped to reinvent the 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 Charlton characters, which would go on to become uh, owned by DC um, and would be the inspiration for the Watchmen. 
Steve Ditko also created Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. I mean, I guess when you peel back the layers enough, you can't take a side like that. You can see, like, there's, there's value to this, there's value to that, but you can't make a choice and say, well, this is the better brand. Because at the end of the day, they're all comic books, you know? Maybe that goes for a lot of things. Maybe that goes for politics, too. You know, when you pay, peel back the layers of Republicans and Democrats, you know, there's a lot of similarities there, um, you know? And, and, and you have to determine what's of value in each one, and, and that's what you go for. Um, I'll give an example related to comic books. I read almost exclusively Marvel Comics now. You know why? Marvel has an app. I pay $10 a month and I get every Marvel book uh, uh, from six months ago this week um, in, uh, automatically uploaded that I can read. And I do. I read every single standard Marvel Universe book from six months ago. I do that every single week. If DC had a, had a subscription like that, I would read every fucking DC book from six months ago. But I don't. And I look them up, and I try to find them, and I try to purchase them. I don't want to buy more comic books. I don't want to load up more stuff. I want to read the stories. So, uh, so, if you ask me right now, I would say the one with the better app. And that's, that's the answer to that. So... Uh, I feel like I failed to be succinct, um, but um, listen, you know what? Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about about the different brands of comic books. Um, I've read everything. I've read. I mean, if you want to talk about comics' greatest world from the '90s, from Dark Horse, uh, I can go into that for a long time. Um, so, you know, I've I've read a lot of stuff. Um, Let's, you know, shoot me a message and, uh, and we'll chat. Um, and, and maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we can figure it out. Maybe we can figure out like what is the best comics brand. Is it Valiant? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it was Malibu. Their coloring techniques are still in use at Marvel today. Maybe it was Malibu. Probably not. Bravura? Does anybody remember Bravura? I don't know. But yeah, comic books. Great stuff. Go check them out. Confusion is my superpower. Hey, uh, one other thing. Um, you can find me as Doc Palindrome on pretty much everything. Um, so if you go to Twitter, Doc Palindrome. If you go to uh Facebook, Doc Palindrome. If you go to Patreon, Doc Palindrome. And if you shill me a buck, I'll say hi to you. Um, so uh, I, I do have one coming up where I'm going to say hi to somebody, but I want to make sure that he can get the podcast first. So uh, so that's going to be really excited if there's some, something there. Um, so, yeah. And also check out my other show, The Lounge, from the Misdirected Mark Network. Um, it's a real fun show where I get to talk to just the simply fucking most amazing people you could imagine. So, 
Um, I'm really lucky in that. Um, and, uh, and come on by.